Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am excited to bring to you a Clutter Chronicles episode. If you don't know what those are, Clutter Chronicles are stories of moms inside of the Motherhood Simplified community who have used one or more of my decluttering courses to help them declutter their homes. And the great thing about these stories on the Clutter Chronicles series is that they're moms like you. We have single moms. We have homeschooling moms. We have working moms. We have pregnant moms. We have uh, moms with chronic illness and disabilities, neurodivergent moms, um, moms of one or two kids, and moms of all the way up to 11 kids. Like there is something for everyone in these Clutter Chronicle series. I'll link the, um, the page to go check the rest of those out 
in the show notes here that you can check out. And today is a new one with my friend, Morgan Macedo. So she's actually a mom of seven. She is an entrepreneur. She owns uh, like an art and DIY creative studio. So you can imagine she's pretty busy. And when she started decluttering, she was about to move. Um, actually, she had already moved once and like didn't quite figure out decluttering. And then she moved again and she was pregnant and then she had a baby, her seventh baby. And it's just a really great story. She's got so much insight and so much self-awareness. And I love her story because she basically just decided enough was enough and she was willing to get help and figure out how to actually declutter her home once and for all. So I know you're going to love this episode. I know you're going to love Morgan. She's so relatable down to earth. And if you want to declutter the same way that Morgan was able to declutter with my courses, you can check out my course, Decluttering Simplified, also in the show notes. And as a thank you for Morgan coming on and, and sharing her story with me, if you purchase Decluttering Simplified through the link in the show notes here, I actually send her a little bit of the, the cut for that course just as a way of saying thank you because she's inspiring and motivating and openly supporting moms like you. So if you want to get into Decluttering Simplified, you can check that out in the description. If you want to sort support Morgan, um, you can enroll through the link in the show notes here and she will get a commission check for you signing up through her. It's really important to me to use my business to support other moms. And this is one small way that I am starting to do that in 2023. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, I would love it if you left me a positive review on iTunes. That means the world to me. It helps me reach more people. Just take you know a minute out of your day, hit five stars, something nice about this show, something specific that helped you, something that you like about this show. I would appreciate it so much. And actually, if you're listening on Spotify, they have a way now to rank. Um, So you can just hit five stars on Spotify as well. I don't think you can leave a review yet, but hopefully that's coming. So thank you so much, and I'll see you on the episode. All right, everybody, welcome to this really special episode. It's been a while since I've done a Clutter Chronicles episode but Clutter Chronicles are basically just stories of moms like you inside of the Motherhood Simplified community who have decluttered their houses. And if you go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash Clutter Chronicles, you can find, I think there's like 15 episodes of moms just like you and stories that you can go listen to and get inspired from, tips from all different kinds of moms, single moms, homeschooling moms, um, divorced moms, just all kinds of moms, moms with many kids up to like 11 kids, um, moms with just one kid. So plenty of variety there for you. And today we have Morgan here. She is a mom of seven. She is an entrepreneur. You, I don't think you can see the video where you're watching, but she's in this cute little art studio that she owns. And, uh, we're going to talk to her today about how she figured out how to declutter as a working mom of seven. So hi Morgan. And thank you for being here. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. Oh my gosh. And seven kids. Whenever I'm like, oh, five kids to me, I'm like, that's my, that's my authority. Like people know I'm legit because I've got five kids. And then you're like, <laughs> I've got seven. I have to know, like once you get like four or five, like as you continue to add more, it really doesn't feel like anymore. 
Yeah. You're just like, I've got a, I've got a lot of cars. I will say the difference between you and I though, is that you probably have to get a special car and I can still use the minivan. Yeah. Uh, that's like the number one question people ask me when they hear I have seven kids is what kind of drive. And honestly, I drive an expedition, which only seats eight total. So when we have to go somewhere as a family with all of us, we take two cars, but it's not all that often. And my oldest is going to be driving next year. So we just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. That was us too. It was like, well, we, yeah, we can all, we can all fit into the expedition, which my husband has, but I'm like, if we've got friends or whatever, like we'll just, we figure it out. That's the secret to having a lot of kids is you just figure it out. <laughs> They're just tiny. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So you are in the motherhood simplified group. That's how you and I met. And so I'm just kind of curious, like, how did you find, how did you find the motherhood simplified group? Yeah. So I, I had posted, I mean, I, I'll get, I'll get to this later, but essentially I posted something on Instagram or Facebook or something about one of my son's wardrobes and how it was, like not necessarily like a capsule wardrobe, but just like pretty minimalistic because I always get the laundry question. Like, how do you keep up with laundry? And so I shared that like, I don't have a lot of laundry because my kids don't have a lot of clothes. And so one of my friends was like, you would love this group. That's like basically all we talk about is like how to like not go crazy being moms and having households and kids and, you know, actual lives and stuff. So that's, that's how I ended up in there. It was just because I was sharing a little bit about how I was trying to keep my house under control. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about really exciting things, like how we keep up on our laundry. <laughs> I swear it's like, and then, but yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I'm like, when I, when like my friends or when I'm talking to my kids, friends, parents, they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I have a podcast. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. What do you talk about? I'm like, decluttering, yeah. how to yeah. keep up on your laundry. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. About um, it. Thing that like moms will talk about forever is like, you know, cleaning the house and not being able to clean the house and picking up it for the kids. And how do you do this? And like sharing you know, tips and tricks. And I love that that group has all of that in one spot. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It really is valuable. I like to joke about it. Cause I'm like, Oh man, it's not that serious of a topic, but really for moms, it is because it saves our sanity. And so that brings me to the next question. So it sounds kind of like you had like a good grip on laundry, which with seven kids is important, but what was the what was the thing that made you be like, okay, I guess I do need to declutter or maybe I need to declutter oh, other stuff. So I may, so I, my going back, my story is a little similar to yours where, uh, we downsized from a house to a much smaller space and we weren't like moving across the country or anything, but we had a lot of people in a very small little cute little old farmhouse and we had so much stuff crammed into that the house we were moving out of. And I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like I, like there's, there's literally stuff coming out of the walls. Like I would pack up a room and I swear that like I would turn around and there would just be more stuff. We donated, probably filled up our pickup truck six times, like the whole bad of it. And it got to the point where I was just like, just throw it out. I don't even know what it is. Just throw it out. We 
like are, are done. We were renting out that house. We had renters moving in in days. And I was like at my wit's end. And I was like, just get rid of it. Just throw it out and get rid of it. The difference between you and I is that I did all of that. And then like within six months, it was like the clutter creep happened. But at the time I didn't know that that's what was happening. I was just like, what the hell is going on? I spent a month throwing out and donating literally everything we owned and all of this crap is here again like what happened uh, and in the meantime like we added a, our seventh baby and so like I was nesting and I like by the way got rid of literally all the baby stuff <laughs> when he moved in time to get pregnant with her so then I was like well we need to buy more stuff for the baby and I swear that like it doesn't matter how many kids you have you somehow convince yourself that you need you need the stuff that you didn't need that you knew you didn't need but you, this time you need it anyway mm-hmm. um so I bought more stuff for her and it was just it, it got overwhelming fast and I was like I don't even know what to do I can't like just move again like that's what, that's what I wanted I literally just wanted to get throw it all away and start over again and I was like this is like the most unrealistic thing I've ever heard so I tried for a while to just think put myself back in the mindset that I was in when I was decluttering to move and I just couldn't get a grasp on it I just couldn't get there I was cleaning toys like all the time and I was miserable and overwhelmed. And I felt like all I did all day was laundry or nurse the baby or clean up after people. And I'm like, there's just gotta be a different way. And so I had been in this group for like a year at this point and um, we were preparing to move again. And I was like, all right, yes, we're moving again, but we're going to do it differently this time. We're going to declutter before we move. And, um, it was right around the time that you were doing like a mother's, the mother's day thing where there was like a five day decluttering course for free. And, um, all of the things just started to click as I was going through that. And I was like, all of these like little small tasks that you were giving us to do, like they made sense. And I was like, okay, I can do this like this I can do I can do this even though I'm surrounded by kids and I have dinner to cook and I have a business to run like I can go clean off top the refrigerator like I'm checked in so it was like being able to digest it being able to digest everything definitely helped um and so that's kind of like why I decided to go all in with course. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's that's really helpful for me to hear. And I remember you moving and having a baby. And I think a lot of that, I think I learned by our, like our fourth baby of like, I'm just not gonna buy this stuff again. But, you know, my husband's also his own person and he did. <laughs> Yeah, not everything, but some things. And like all that. So that was before I really like dove into what you offer and your course. And now I have sort of like a different mindset. I've definitely adjusted like my spending habits. Um, I just don't ever want to go back to that. I just remember feeling so defeated when I was like, I 
got rid of like everything we own and somehow we were right back where we were and I just never want to go back to that space again yeah Uh, and so I I I'm a really busy mom of (laughs) and wife of seven and I own a boutique studio um and we definitely have like seasonality in our business so when I went through the course and we, and when we were moving, it was at, you know, a a slower time, but I'm still running business. Right. So I was, what's kind of crazy is that I also decided I was going to do 70, the 75 hard challenge, um, at the same time where you do two 75 minute workouts a day, drink a gallon of water. One of the workouts has to be outside. You do like read like personal development, nonfiction, and you follow like some diet and diet for me is mostly just like clean eating because like I'm nursing, I don't like to restrict calories. But anyway, I decided I was going to add on there too while I was decluttering and we were preparing to move. Right. Yeah. And honestly, it helped me tremendously because I had to be very regimented and very strict about how I was scheduling my day. And I literally didn't have time for my own excuses. Like I couldn't get in my own way. Like I had this commitment to myself that I was going to complete the 75 hard challenge, which was incredible. And if you're into like health, fitness, mental wellness, I strongly suggest you checking it out. Even if you don't go but um, it was like a huge, huge, huge mental win for me and something I really needed during like my postpartum journey. Um, and it was just the, I'm not going to make excuses. It was the, I'm committed to myself. And one of the commitments I made to myself was decluttering. And it wasn't a chore necessarily because I knew from the past that the results were great, but what I was learning along the way was how to maintain everything. Right. And so I knew that it was going to be worth it. And I knew it was a lot of work up front. And some days were just so mentally exhausting because I was doing so, so, so much. Um, and I did have to give myself a little bit of grace there, but like I decluttered everything we owned in four weeks. So like I took the course and did every single thing in it. And you know what? We moved all seven of us in a day. (laughs) And it wasn't like this long drawn out thing where, you know, I know you guys, if you've moved with kids, you know what I mean? Where you're just like throwing random shit into boxes, like trying to, and then like shoving it into the back of your car and like squeezing all the little into where it fits, right? Like we didn't have that because I hadn't taken the time up front. And so it wasn't like I found the time and the energy. It's not like, it's just going to present itself. It's like, I created it. Mm. Okay. I love all of this. I've got three questions for you, but I first, I just wanted to like acknowledge you for committing to that because I've heard of 75 hard. I've had a lot of friends who do it, but I've never done it, (laughs) but I I heard about it and I read about it and I, I put it off for like a year and I was like, I, there's never going to be like a, a perfect time to do this. I need to just commit. Yeah. And it is hard. I just love, I love that you did it because it is really hard. And I go through seasons of like, I don't know if you can relate, but of like needing to give myself like 
space to like slow down and not do hard things. And then there are definitely seasons where I know I need challenge. And I know that the best thing for me is to create some really good structure and stick with it and get the things done that need to get done or that I want to get done, whether it's a business goal or a personal goal, or I need to focus on my marriage. Um, so yeah, I just love that you talked about that because I, um, I feel like the last year has kind of been like a season of me giving myself space and taking time to kind of recover from like babies and like 2020 and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm in a space where I'm like, okay, I need to challenge myself. And so I'm just glad that you shared this because yeah, we do go through phases. Like there are certain seasons where it's like, okay, yeah, slow down. And then some seasons where it's like, okay, ramp it up and go do something big. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a really good book by Romy Neustadt. Um, she's uh, like a network marketing guru, but it's called, you can do it all, just not at the same damn time. Yeah. And important for like women in general to recognize that like you, it is completely unrealistic for you to be 100% on your game in every area of your life and everything is going to have seasonality. Um, and I, that season to focus on me, you know, in my, my mental health, because two workouts a day was really more of a mental thing than a physical thing because one of them was always like a 45 minute walk outside, which was for a walk slash faster walk. I don't run. It's not for me. Um, but just love like clearing your mind, um, and being alone in your thoughts. It's like, that was so, so, so big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Um, so my first question for you is that you, you mentioned your first like downsize when you moved before you decluttered and you're like, I'm getting rid of all this stuff. You're like, stuff is coming out of the walls. I can totally relate. Cause every time we move, I feel like that, even if we do declutter, I'm like, oh my gosh, it just never ends. Um, but do you think that part of your issue with like the clutter creeping back in and feeling overwhelming after you moved is because you moved to a smaller space? No, it's because I didn't learn, I didn't learn anything when I decluttered oh. because like when I decluttered the first time, I didn't really like learn anything about, I didn't take the opportunity to really grasp like how much stuff we truly had and where it came from and why I couldn't get rid of it or why I had kept it for so long. Um, and so I think that, I mean, part of the reason was definitely like, I was really pregnant. So I was really tired, <laughs> really pregnant with a lot of kids. So I was really tired and, you know, that was definitely part of it. And then like the baby thing was part of it and just not really learning how to maintain, like I had it in my head that it was going to take forever to declutter because it took forever to get rid of everything took forever to get rid of everything that we owned and go through everything that we owned the first time. So it, it was in my head that it was just going to take so much energy and so much time and that I didn't have it in me. Yeah. Okay. That's a great answer and not what I expected. I was like, well, maybe it was hard because she moved into a smaller house, which is something to consider. But what I tell people all the time, and I love that you kind of had the same experience is that like, we've had three kids in a 27 by eight foot RV, like, and we had no clutter. It was just, we had to use the space that we had. We've had 900 square feet with 
three kids. We bought 1100 square feet with four kids. Like, like we've had, and now our house is like 2000, like just over 2000 square feet. But I'm like, at the end of the day, the space that you have is the space that you have, which means you can't change that space unless you're going to move, which is an option. But if you're not moving and moving isn't in the cards for you for a while, like you've got to work with the space that you have, which means that you've got to get rid of some stuff. But I think it's also important to recognize that you have to work with the space you have regardless, because if you don't figure out how to get a handle on it, when you're in that 900, 1200, 1500 square foot space, the only thing that you're going to do when you get to that 2500 square foot space, space is fill it. Yes. I so <laughs> don't think that the space is always the problem. It can be like, it was hard having seven kids in a thousand square feet. Like it was hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. We had to be really creative. We had to be, you know, we had to do without a lot of stuff that is nice that we have room for now. Um, but it wasn't necessarily the space that was the problem. It was definitely me. Yeah. And I agree with that too. Um, Danielle is, she has a Clutter Chronicles episode that you all can go listen to. I would recommend that if you struggle with the size of your house because she was one of the very first moms that I helped. She's a good friend of mine and I knew her in Alaska, but she, when she got into motherhood simplified, she was like, I need a bigger house. She's like, I know that I need a bigger house. And I'm like, how about you declutter first? And then, and then, cause she's a realtor. I'm like, just declutter and then decide if you need a bigger house. And she's like, oh my gosh, everything fits in this house. I just had way too much stuff. Like the running joke is that she had 17 whisks because she literally had 17 whisks in her kitchen. I'm like, you didn't need a bigger kitchen. You only needed three whisks, right? Like I had problems um, from relatives that meant well. <laughs> yeah. So. That's where hers came from too. Her mother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I completely relate to that. Yeah. And then she's like, I didn't need a bigger house, but we did want, we still wanted to move, right? They wanted a different kind of space. They wanted like a different location. And so she's like, I'm so glad that you, you know, you kind of encouraged me to master this house and this space before I moved, because I absolutely would have just brought all of that stuff into a bigger space and had the same problem. And it sort of makes you more fully understand the space that you need, right? Like she had not more space. She might've needed like a different flow or a designated area to do something that she wasn't able to do because she literally just didn't have that type of room or something. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think she talked about that a little bit in her episode. I can't remember the specifics of it, but needing like a guest bedroom and needing an office space. And then that's why they moved. Um, so anyway, the next question that I had for you that you also mentioned was that you had a different mindset with like your spending and buying things like, you know, specifically like with a baby, right? If you were to have a baby again, mm -hmm. would you, would it be completely different in what you purchased? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. So the thing is, is that babies are such, <laughs> you don't really need a lot. They're just these little creatures that just want you. Right. And they want their love and they want you to love on them. And there's so much marketing and, um, gosh, they make, they especially make first time moms feel like they eat everything or their baby can't quite possibly thrive without all these things. And yeah, really taking a look back at what was used and what wasn't used. I mean, 
I, when I, when I decluttered is when I basically got rid of everything that we bought when Cece was born. She was about a year old when I decluttered and the amount of stuff that was just basically brand new (laughs) was like, I was looking at it and just seeing dollar bills. Like that was like $129. That was $69. That was like, it basically looks like it did when we took it out of the box. Like this is ridiculous. I can't believe I didn't learn my lesson before this one, but you know, it's because I didn't really, I hadn't really thought about what am I truly using? Right. And I think that we talk about that a lot in the decluttering simplified course is first of all, the no spend thing is no spend, no buy, like don't bring anything into your home while you're decluttering is clutch. <laughs> like that is such an important, if sometimes difficult rule to follow. Um, but yeah, it would be totally different if we were to have a baby again, like they don't need a lot. <laughs> they, don't need, they don't need a lot at all. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a follow-up episode on this because I'm thinking about back, like when I had babies, like my first baby, like what you said about, like we're marketed to, especially as first time moms. I remember with my first daughter, like going to target really broke. Um, you know, I was like 18 when I had her and being really broke and like walking through target and looking at all of these things and like seeing zero to three months, right. Three to six months, like six to nine months, nine to 12 months. And like, just feeling like her life was like blowing past me. Right. Because she's like growing so fast, but feeling immensely guilty. Cause I'm like, I can't buy that stuff. Like I never bought her zero to three stuff. I never bought her three to six toys. Like, yeah. she's never going to be smart enough to get into like a good college or get a good job. Cause I missed the three to six month toy window, which is terrible. It's a terrible way to spend your motherhood. I did like, I also was totally broke when our first was born. And I, you know, I went to every yard sale, every thrift store, every, everything that I could find. And, and I would buy literally like everything because it was so much cheaper than if it was at the store. And I was just convinced that I needed it and I couldn't be a good mom or good parent without all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we joke that like Christmases when we only had three kids were like disgusting and over the top. And so, I mean, I remember one Christmas where we went into debt for Christmas and it was the last time we ever did that. It was like one, the one mistake that we made, not, we made a lot of mistakes, but <laughs> that, <was the> one, <laughs> that mistake. And like, looking back, I'm just like, oh my God, the amount of crap we just thought that we needed to put under this tree. Looking back, I'm just like, I'm so glad that we've learned that that's just not, that's not us. And that's not, those aren't the values that we want to teach our kids. Yeah. That's funny because we talked about that too. We're like, man, remember the first Christmas, how much stuff there was and there were no kids. Yes. Yeah. There's only one kid or there's only two kids. Like what were we thinking? But, uh, that's what it's like to live in a society like we live in. And I think it's really sad that, that I spent like so much time feeling bad about that when it's like, now that I've had these other babies, you know, I'm like, I didn't buy all that stuff and it was amazing. It was totally fine. Um, follow-up episode to come on this because I think it's a great topic. Um, 
And then the last thing that you mentioned um, was that you moved in a day. And that's what we do too now that we have decluttered. And like whenever I've done a couple episodes on like simplified moving and people are like, what? what? I'm like, yeah. Comment I watched and listened to because um, we were gearing up to do that while I was decluttering. So I was like, I got to figure out how this master does it because <laughs> like she. <laughs> So yeah, they're super helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the secret really is like declutter, 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 like declutter before you move is what I always tell people. I'm like, I can't. And I'm like, just do it. Like if you do anything at all, declutter before you move. And, and honestly, then- have to be as complicated as you think it is. It was yeah. for me, um, you know, I got into the groove of decluttering with like the really simple tasks and like the surface declutters and things like that. And it just got like that muscle moving, um, so to speak. And then it was like, if I went in, I would go into a room and I would, you know, within the month leading up to us moving, I would go into a room and I would basically look at or pick up every single thing in that room. And it was like, if I'm not going to put this into a box to move it, I'm going to get rid of it now because either it's so junky and falling apart and a piece of a toy that we don't have anymore or it's just not something that we use and I need to donate it. Mm-hmm. And so doing that ahead of time just made it so much easier to just move everything. Yeah. Now I say it is so important to label all of your stuff so well because I accidentally donated my daughter's entire wardrobe. <laughs> only one of them, only one of my daughters, the entire wardrobe um, because I had like, bags of clothes for donate and then I bagged their clothes to move and somehow the bags got oh nice okay well (laughs) I forgot that on these clutter chronicles episodes I always try to ask try to remember to ask is there anything that you ever decluttered and regret so I guess that answers that (laughs) (laughs) but I the thing is I didn't declutter that purposely so I don't know (laughs) accident so I don't know if that's the case but honestly no there has no there's nothing that I have purposely and intentionally let go um that I miss I like to follow the 2020 like if I can't if I can replace it in 20 minutes or for 20 dollars or less then like it needs to go Mm -hmm. uh I follow that little that little rule thing um but no there has not been a single thing that I've decluttered purposefully (laughs) that I regret. Yeah. And on that 20, like that 20 minute and $20 like rule for those of you don't, who don't know, like, I think some people are always like, Krista says this all the time. I'm like, I didn't come up with this, but (laughs) thanks. Um, it's like, who was it? The minimalists? Maybe I think it was, but yeah, basically the idea is like, if you can replace the item in, you know, under $20, or drive 20 minutes to get it, then it's something that you can, that is worth getting rid of. Right. And the thing about those kinds of items that like, Oh, if I have to replace it, can I get it in like a day or can I get it for, you know, very cheap is that you don't really ever need to replace those items again. Like that just, it never comes up. Those, those moments never come up. And the reason that I know that is because, especially if you get into like a course, like decluttering simplified, where we walk you through decision-making and like flexing your decluttering muscles so that you can get better and better as you go is that you're a smart 
you're a smart woman. You are a smart mother, right? Like if there's things that you really truly need, you're not going to be getting rid of those things, right? You're not going to be getting rid of your hairbrushes or your bath towels that you use or your everyday dishes, all of this other stuff. That's like, eh, maybe might use it one day, but I haven't yet. And I never will. Like those are the kinds of things that you can get rid of. Like you talk about this, you, you figure out a way around it. Like it might be a minor inconvenience, but like you figure out something else for it. Right. Like different, like a hack, like you, you hack your way through it. (laughs) Like you figure out how to get by without it. And then, you know what? It's fine. It, you know, you're in for like 30 seconds while you try to figure out how to do what you need to do without that one thing. But especially when it comes to kitchen stuff, like I weigh minimize the amount of kitchen stuff that I have because I just got sick of having all this crap that I didn't use. I, it was like my kids used it more often than I did when they would go into my drawers and rip everything out and spread it around the, yeah. the whole floor. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like the example that I like to give people is like, if you have like three, two or three crock pots and an Instapot and a rice cooker and you don't have room for them, if you get rid of a crock pot or if you get rid of the rice cooker, like you still have things you can, worst case scenario, you make rice on the stove. Yeah. It doesn't take that much. I know everybody raves about the Instapot rice and stuff. And I'm like, it really doesn't save me that much time. And it's, it's I can do it on the stove. Maybe I'm old school. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm not that impressed by gadgets, but <laughs> I'm like, the worst case scenario is you make mashed potatoes on the stove. Yeah. You'll, you'll live. And I think it's like living in the RV gave us that really good perspective too, of like, we have knives and forks and basic cooking utensils and we did just fine. I do have yeah. an Instapot now. We do have a little cabinet where I have like a food processor or whatever. I don't know what it is. It's like a a ninja. I don't yep. know. <laughs> My like husband likes them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the point is, I'm not saying that you can't have your gadgets and you can't have your accessories, but if you don't have room for them, right. Or if it's taking up space in your pantry or that you would rather have food for then those are the kinds of decisions that you've got to learn how to make. Yeah. And I got, I, I think there was a lot of stuff that I was keeping because I thought I should be keeping it like, you know, why why wouldn't you keep the massive food processor that you have you need one everybody needs one you have to have one and it's like why why do I need I don't use it why do I need to have this so like understanding like what my motives were behind keeping things or not keeping them um helped because it was like keeping this because it makes my everyday life easier and it makes me happy and it brings me joy it brings my kids joy or whatever and I have room for it then it's like yeah we're gonna keep that but if I'm keeping something because I think that I'm supposed to have it based on what somebody told me or what society makes me feel then that was like that was that was a sign that I needed to not have it (laughs) anymore yes um yes so to wrap things up or start wrapping things up. You, was it this year? Was it 2022 that you did the course? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's been the biggest change for you, like in your day-to-day life post decluttering? Um, we can, 
we can clean up a lot easier and a lot better. It's just like my house just stays tidier more often, more regularly. Um, you know, I started implementing like a 10 minute tidy twice a day with my kids. And in the beginning, it was like miserable to get them to do it, but it doesn't take that long. Um, so I would say that it's just, it makes it easier for me as a mom to get the rest of my family on board with helping me keep my house nice mm -hmm. and it's perfect. And it's not like, you know, if you hopped over to my house right now, while I'm at work, like some kid probably left a pair of pants on the floor and like, you know, kick their shoes off where they shouldn't have, but it's like, it's not dirty and it's not messy and it's not like overwhelming in any area. Yeah. But that is the biggest day-to-day -day, like life change because your kids sense that and you sense that and it impacts like so many areas of your life. It impacts your sleep and just how you interact as a family. And so that's, that's a long answer, but no, that's, it's really good. And I like that you you like, we're on the same page of like the point of me decluttering is not so that my house can look perfect. Cause like, as we're recording this, like I'm looking at a pair of shoes on the floor and I'm looking at stuffed animals all over the kitchen counters. And I'm looking mm -hmm. at the hat gloves thrown on the floor over there. Right. Like, and magnet tiles that are like dumped out. The point is not that I want my house to like look perfect all the time. The point is that I want my family to feel comfortable in our house, like having their own stuff, playing with each other spending time together and then it being pretty easy to clean up most days is what I say. I'm like, there are still yeah. some days where it's a battle, right? Um, yes. some days are messier. Some days are more explosive. Some days everybody's tired, but for the most part, like the average is like, we can clean up together as a family in like 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm in like the business that I'm in is really, really like holiday season, retail season heavy. Um, so like right now I'm working a lot, like 60 hours a week. And so I'm, you know, we're at the point though, where I can take like four hours on a Sunday afternoon and get caught up on everything, you know, like all the laundry, all the cleaning. And like, obviously my family helps me and stuff, but there's just, there's absolutely no way that it, that would not have been immensely overwhelming before we, before I went through this course. And then another thing to touch on that is that it's easier to declutter again. It's once you've done it, it's easier to go back at, you know, assuming you've gone through the course and you've like actually listened and, and taken in all of the, the mindset lessons and not just the physical decluttering. It's a lot easier to um, go back and do it again because it takes less time. You've already done it. It's a reminder, uh, you know, we did like a, I decluttered the toys yesterday because we're getting ready for, you know, the season and it took like 30 minutes to go through literally everything that we had and figure out what we were keeping and not the decision-making took less time actually doing it took less time. We had less stuff. So it took less. So that's a big change too. Yeah. I love it. Those are all the kinds of benefits. I'm like, you don't declutter so you can have a Pinterest perfect house. You declutter so you can actually live your life. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So last, last thing for you, and then we'll wrap it up is what would you say to a mom who is feeling overwhelmed in her home and overwhelmed by even overwhelmed by decluttering? Do you have any words of encouragement for her? 
Um, so this, sorry, I got a, I got a call and I had to send it to voicemail. Okay. That's okay. Uh, I'm just choking over here. So <laughs> carry on. <laughs> um, so I had convinced myself for the longest time that I couldn't spend the money on this course. And, um, eventually after this five day free decluttering thing decided like cut, cut the crap because you need this course more than you need, like another trip to target or to go to Starbucks a couple days. <laughs> like that's, that was like a big deal to me. It was just to find a way to make it work because it's absolutely valuable. It's definitely worth every, every penny. Um, and to find an accountability buddy, our group has like, it's really wonderful to have people with like, like like-minded people in this group to bounce ideas off of and to hold you accountable to what you're doing. But if you can find somebody that you can still sort of talk to more one-on-one, um, it's definitely helpful. They're the kind of, they're the people that are going to say, no, you really don't need that. Or just get up and, and do, you know, your kitchen drawers for 15 minutes, even though you don't feel like it, like finding a little bit of an accountability buddy is, is key. Yeah. Thank you for all of that. Um, and this whole entire episode, because, and for those of you listening, the course that, that Morgan's taken, actually you've taken, you've taken the closed one decluttering simplified. I got you into mother simplified too. Um, but the majority of what we're talking about in this episode is decluttering simplified. Hold on, babe. Um, is decluttering simplified. And you can check that out in the description of this episode, like in the show notes, but the community is a big deal too, because yes, you can like, you can go into Facebook groups. You can even go into the motherhood simplified Facebook group and you'll get a lot of support. But the difference between that and decluttering simplified is that you're in a group of moms who are learning the same things alongside with you and kind of have like a deeper understanding of like what it is that you're doing, why you want to do it, how you're doing it, um, how to make decisions. Like, um, it's just a, it's a more intimate space first because it's smaller, but it is just a little bit more in depth. Um, especially, I don't know, I'm not in any other decluttering or like minimalism style group. So I don't know what happens in those, but you know, even in a, in a large group, you don't know, people might be projecting a lot more of their stuff onto you as you're asking questions. And in these smaller decluttering simplified group, I think a lot of us are more aware of like not doing that, <laughs> which is helpful. Well, I also think that you've sort of set like a precedent for what you want this group to be. And um, I think a lot of us respect that too. And that this group is about supporting the ideas that we've set forth and like, yeah, there's going to be people like, I like that you you never tell us what to keep and what not to keep. You just, you give us the values and the principles to, to follow because every single one of us is different. You don't always in, you definitely don't always get that in other groups. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's so if you're wanting like a deeper support and you're wanting like really hands on guidance on mastering your own home and making it work for you, go check that out. We would love to have you in there. I'm starting monthly Q and A's in the decluttering simplified group two in 2023, um, where you get to submit your question or photos of your space and get some support. So that's another incentive for getting into decluttering simplified. And we would love to see you there. So thanks so much for this, Morgan. I'm really grateful for you to just like share all of this with everybody, but also just kind of get to know you a little bit better. Thanks. It's been fun. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. 
Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me on your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.